Hello and welcome to the third episode of Success by Design, the podcast. My name is Helen Reed. I am an intuitive guide, speaker and best-selling author. And my intention for you as you listen, as I share my insights, my wisdom and my knowledge on this podcast, is that you open your heart and your mind to what is possible for you what is possible for humanity and what is possible for this planet. Because what I know to be true is that change starts at an individual level. It always starts with each and every individual person taking full and complete responsibility for what each person is seeing and experiencing in their own life. And it's only when we do this that each person can individually create the life that they desire And that then they can start to see the ripple effect. Then they can start to see the changes that they want to see in the world. It's only when we really do commit to being the change that we want to see that things start to really change in the world around us. So today's episode really is all about how we be in this world. And in this time where we have been gifted so much time, so much space. You know, for such a long time, so many of us have been asking for more time, asking for more space, asking for more opportunity to explore ourselves. How many of you have said when you were in the midst of your busy working life, your busy working day, in the, you know, in the months that have gone by, in the years that have gone by. Oh, if I only had more time, I would dedicate more time to my spiritual journey. If I only had more time, I'd spend more time with my kids. If I could make the time, I would spend more time meditating. I really want to explore myself. I really want to develop my sense of spiritual connection. I really want to know what this whole soul alignment thing is all about, but I just don't have the time. Well, now, most probably, you really do have the time. And so the question is, did you really want the time? Was it really the time that was standing in your way? And if the answer is yes, then how are you going to use the time that you've been gifted? How are you going to use this time that you've been given during this period of social distancing, self-isolation, whatever it is that you're experiencing right now? How are you going to choose to use that time that would be of most benefit to you individually, to your family, to the people that you love, and to the world, to the planet, to humanity? Because at the end of the day, the choices that we make individually, they really do have a huge impact on the whole. And we're seeing that so clearly right now. We're seeing the importance of coming together. We're seeing the importance of connectedness. We're seeing the importance of understanding that together we can thrive. Together, when we unite, when we help each other, when we we support each other, when we love each other, that's when we can thrive. And this is a really 
really important time for the planet. It's a really, really important time for humanity. And it's a huge opportunity for each and every one of us to go deeper and deeper into our individual responsibility in terms of how we are evolving as a species and how we are impacting the earth and how and the kind of legacy that we are creating for the next generation. This is such a powerful time and my invitation to you today is for you to really tune into that. Tune into the power of the opportunity that we've been given as a collective. Tune into what your soul wants you to experience during this time. Tune into how you want to feel when this period comes to an end and you look back on how you chose to spend this time. Do you want to feel like you really made the most of the gift that you were given? You really made the most of all of the time that you were gifted? And if the answer is yes, then how is what you're doing right now? How are the choices that you're making day to day, right now, starting today? How are those choices being informed by what it is that you want to look back on? Is there congruence there? Is there alignment there? And if not, how can you make different decisions so that when you look back, you feel exactly how you know you want to feel when all of this is over. So something that has come into my awareness, I mean, it's come into my awareness, I guess, a few times over the past few years, but I've never really embraced it. And I was given a book for Christmas by my dad called How to Walk. And I have so many books that I'm going through and I listen to lots of books on Audible. And this book had sat on the shelf. And then when I was speaking to my dad the other day, he said, I've been reading the book How to Walk. Have you read it yet? And I said, oh, no, I haven't got to it yet. And I thought, okay, this is a sign. I'm going to take the sign given to me by God, given to me by the universe, delivered by my dad, and I'm going to go and take a look at that book. And it's all about using each footstep as a way to meditate, as a way to be really present and in the moment. And yesterday I went for a walk. I was feeling a lot of emotions yesterday and when we look at human design which if you haven't already um, been and checked out your human design chart I would highly recommend that you do so um, you can get if you if you google free human design chart you can go to either the Jovian archive or mybodygraph.com and get get a copy of your human design chart which really it's like a roadmap to put you on the express train to aligning your soul with your mind and your body, to bringing the divinity that you are in spirit nature 
and bringing that divinity and grounding it into into the physical world, integrating it into how you operate, how you make decisions, how you be in this world. And there are nine energy centers in the human design chart, in the human design system. And one of them is the solar plexus. And this is the emotional awareness center in human design. And when you see your chart, you'll see that you either have, each of the centers are either colored in or they're white, so they're not colored in. And when the solar plexus, the emotional awareness center is not colored in, we call that undefined. And what that means is that you are much more open to absorbing and amplifying the emotions that are um, circulating in your environment, in your family home, at work when you're there, and just in the collective in general. So I have this center undefined. And yesterday I was just noticing that there were a lot of emotions that were um, circulating and, and wanting to move through me. And so I took a day to really go inward and do some deep journaling work, connecting to God, connecting to my soul, connecting to my higher self, and really asking for guidance about what was coming through, what I was feeling, what I was experiencing, and how I could move through it in the most graceful and harmonious way. And then after lunch, my husband said to me, why don't you go for a walk? And I'm in Spain at the moment, so we are not actually um, allowed to go out for exercise. Um, fortunately, we live in a very quiet um, cul-de-sac. And so I am able to walk around the block. Um, and I decided that that was also um, a message from God, that guidance. Um, and I decided to to go and try out this walking meditation that I'd been reading about in the book, How to Walk. And what I found, first of all, was that I found it incredibly challenging to walk and, and be completely present with each footstep, to allow my heel to go down first and then to go down to flatten my foot until I reached my toes. And with each footstep, to be fully and completely present, to not have my mind thinking about something else. Because when I go on a walk, I often spend time um, thinking and allowing thoughts to come into my awareness and, um, and I enjoy that. But what I noticed was that by doing this, by really centering my focus on my feet and my connection to the earth, it was incredibly, incredibly powerful. And I think it was empower incredibly powerful for two reasons. The first was that I was clearly centering my energy out of my mind and into my body. Um, and secondly, I was really experiencing this very physical and visceral connection to the ground beneath me, to the support that Mother Earth provides. And although I consciously do make that something that I um, that I do in meditation and 
through other practices, I, I understand the importance of really connecting with Mother Earth and and drawing in the incredible, abundant, um, supportive energy that, that she holds. This was on another level. And what the author of How to Walk describes in the book is, you know, if you come to something beautiful in nature that you want to observe, so there was some um, there were some beautiful sounding birds and some beautiful trees. And he said, okay, so then you stop walking and you are fully present with the sounds or you're fully present with what you're looking at. And then when you're finished with that, you then take your next step and you remain fully present with each step. And it was an incredibly, incredibly powerful process And I haven't been for a walk today, but what I have been doing is going around the house and really reminding myself to to be really um, doing this walking meditation as I am walking around the house and noticing how many times I forget to do it because I'm thinking more about where I'm going, what I'm doing, what I'm going to do when I get to the next room, what, you know, the purpose for which I'm walking rather than the practice of walking itself. So what I see as happening when when I'm taking this step and I'm being fully and completely centered and focused in my body, on my foot's connection with the ground beneath me, it's like a portal to my soul is opening. Because And I invite you to try this. I invite you to really take this opportunity of, because it might be that you're in quarantine or you're in, you know, you're in lockdown somewhere. Perhaps you're by yourself or perhaps you're with family. Perhaps you've got young children. And it might be that you don't feel like it's very easy to take half an hour or an hour to yourself and sit down and meditate on a cushion. It might be that you've got more than enough time to do that because you can put, um, you know, a television program on something um, for the children and then you can take yourself away and take that time to sit down and really connect with your heart, really connect with your soul and do whatever meditation practice feels good to you. And that's amazing. And what I would really invite you to do is to practice and see whether this walking meditation resonates with you because chances are you're not in much of a rush right now and when you're walking from room to room there's not really a huge amount of urgency so this is a massive opportunity to really integrate some some real presence and connection into each step that you take so what I have been doing is is doing that throughout the house and it's shown me two things first of all that I do a lot of walking and thinking and not being present while I'm walking. And of course, each moment creates the next moment. What we invest in this moment is what we get in the next moment. So the what we're doing is attracting a lack of presence in every single activity that we embark on. If the journey to do something is completely full of scattered energy and a lack of presence, then 
the likelihood is when you know when I meet when you meet somebody um, in one of the rooms and you start to have a conversation with them, your head is still elsewhere. So by taking this opportunity to really get present with each footstep, not only are you allowing yourself to um, bring more of your soul into your body through each step, because that's really what's happening. As you, as you take the step and you feel the connection and you practice presence and you're really focused and completely in the moment through each and every footstep, you're allowing your soul to integrate more and more into your body and into your mind because your soul can only be accessed in the present moment. Your soul can't be accessed through your mind and your soul can't be accessed um, by you sitting down and focusing on accessing your soul. Your soul is available to you in the form of life force energy, in the form of divinity, in the form of unconditional love when you are fully centered in the present moment and open to to allowing your soul to be integrated into your cellular structure. And and when you do that, you'll feel the, the incredible potency of your soul. You'll feel, and, and you know that you might not it might not happen straight away. You might find that it's pretty difficult to, to remain focused on your foot. But as the more that you do it, and you know, if you think about how many, maybe you have a Fitbit or something and you track your steps. If you think about how many times you um, step each day, you've got so many steps to practice on. You've got so much um, scope for becoming an absolute expert at walking meditation by the end of this lockdown. It's, it's so incredible and so exciting. And what's really important to remember is that every time you take a step on this planet, you emit a frequency. And if you take a step when you're completely in your head and you're worried and you're thinking about something else and perhaps you're a bit concerned and a bit anxious then that's the frequency that's going down into the earth. And so I think it's really important to be mindful of that, to be really mindful of the impact that each step that you take has on the earth beneath you. And I don't know about you, but for me, the the vibration, the frequency that I am committed to emitting as often as possible and, and that I'm committed to practicing as often as possible is one of love is one of peace is one of respect it's one of centered energy it's one of freedom it's one of joy and that's what i want to send down into the earth that's what i want my leg- legacy to be with each and every footstep so i really felt called to share that today because it's it's such a powerful tool which I'm definitely going to be practicing more and more during this lockdown period. And I, and I really invite you to do the same if, it, if that resonates. And the second tool, if you like, that I really wanted to share, which is also incredibly powerful. And it's a, it's a way to, again, help center your energy and also to start um, 
letting go of some of the denser, heavier emotions and energies that perhaps you might be feeling right now. So every time you breathe in and you're looking to perhaps empty your mind, perhaps become more centered, perhaps let go of some level of fear or anxiety that you might be experiencing, I invite you to use um, these couple of phrases as you breathe in and as you breathe out, just to really immediately get you out of your head, into your body and really in a state of peace and calm, understanding that no matter what is going on in the world right now, the only thing that you really have control over is your own vibration, is your own emotional state, is your own mental state, is your own, um, is yourself, you know, you, you have full and complete control over how you perceive what's going on around you. And this, um, this breathing exercise with these two phrases or mantras, if you like, are, I find to be incredibly powerful to really help to center me in the present moment and give me the perspective I need to understand that I don't have the answers. I don't know when this period is going to end. I don't know why it's happening or what is going to be the outcome in the end. But what I do know, because I fully and completely trust and have faith in God, in the universe, in in the universe's ability to bring peace and harmony to this earth, no matter what disruption or what chaos we're perceiving right now, I can really trust and understand that there is something, there is a bigger plan going on here. There is a bigger divine plan going on here that we are being invited to surrender to. And there is so much power and so much freedom and so much liberation in the state of surrender. And the thing is, we can't surrender with our minds. We can't surrender with our, um, you know, our minds don't want to surrender. Our minds want to hold on. Our minds want to control. Our minds want to um, worry. Our minds want to tell us stories. Our minds want to keep us trapped, imprisoned, if you like. And the way that we set ourselves free, the way that we set ourselves free, even from a state of quarantine, even from a state of you know perceived restriction, is we allow ourselves to see the world, to see each and every situation from the perspective of our souls. And as we do that, we really do set ourselves free. 
So what I invite you to do whenever you feel any fear, any anxiety, perhaps you're having an argument with your child or your other half, perhaps things are getting heated, I invite you to pause because your mind will take you on a, on a big roller coaster of emotions and chaos, no doubt. Your mind will jump in, react and create more chaos. That's what your mind will do. There is no doubt about that. You will have proved it to yourself in the past. You can carry on proving it to yourself and keep and keep allowing that to perpetuate. Or my invitation to you is that you pause, that you choose to pause. And that as you breathe in, you say in your mind's eye, you say, you say in your head, I surrender. And as you breathe out, you say, I let go. So on the in-breath, you take a big breath in through your nose, I surrender. And then you breathe out through your mouth, I let go. I surrender, I let go. I surrender, I let go. And what you're doing is there are two things that are going on here. The first thing is that you're disrupting the neural pathways in your head, in your mind, that, that automatically jump in and provide you with the same automated reaction to particular triggers that are present in your relationships, perhaps in your relationships with the people that you live with. Because those are going to be really highlighted at this time as you spend more and more time with the people in those close relationships. And so the first thing is that this is like a a neural pathway disruptor. Because instead of just reacting on autopilot, you breathe in and you say, I surrender. And you breathe out and you say, I let go. And so first of all, you're disrupting the neural pathways, you're disrupt you're disrupting that automated response. And secondly, you're allowing your whole nervous system to relax because there's so much power in your word. There's a huge amount of power in your word. And as you recite these words, I surrender, I let go, you start to build, first of all, you start to build trust, but your nervous system takes a huge, big sigh of relief. Your soul feels completely lit up because that's the, that's the state that your soul lives in. That's the state that you reach your soul in. That's the state that, that your soul is able to resonate with and be present with because your soul knows without a shadow of a doubt that it's always connected to the divine. It's always connected to God. It's always connected to the support of Mother Earth. Your soul knows that it can always trust, that it will always be safe. It will always be provided for. It's it's a fractal of source consciousness. It's a limitless being of light. Your soul doesn't know worry. Your soul doesn't know anxiety. Your soul doesn't know fear. Your soul doesn't know how to be reactive. Your soul knows surrender, letting go, and trust. 
And so as you do that, you start to build more connection with the resonance of your soul. And again, you start to allow your soul to be more integrated into your body and into your mind. So this is also an incredibly powerful exercise, which I invite you to practice during during this time when you experience any kind of triggers. So that is really everything that I have to share with you today. Um, the, the second, uh, the final point that I just wanted to make is that if you haven't already joined my Facebook group, Success by Divine Design, I invite you to go on over to Facebook and come and join us. I am going to be holding a masterclass this week, which is all about how to use the divine feminine energy, the divine feminine energy, which, which is the energy of Gaia, which is the energy of Mother Earth, which which is, is so potent, so powerful, so abundant, so nurturing, so nourishing, and which has been lost and, you know, um, and, and disconnected from over the past uh, centuries, and that is now really coming back into, into the forefront of spiritual development. So it's, it's all about using that beautiful divine feminine energy in order to increase your emotional intelligence. Because this is the era of human evolution where we're being called to become really resourceful, really resourceful with our emotional states, where we're really increasing our level of emotional awareness and emotional intelligence so that we can lead ourselves through any situation and maintain an inner emotional state of balance and calm. That is what this next stage of of human evolution is all about. It's about leading ourselves through the full spectrum of human emotions and and leading others through those emotions as well. Leading our our children, leading, leading our partners, leading our clients, being able to being able to be hugely emotionally intelligent and using this opportunity to increase our emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, emotional resourcefulness, to really deepen our awareness of spirit. That is what this next era is is calling us to step into. So if that resonates, then please do come on over to my Facebook group, Success by Divine Design, And be sure to answer the questions as you request access. And I will see you in there for a masterclass later this week. In the meantime, if you have any questions or you would like to know how you can apply to work with me personally, then please do email support at helenreed.org. That is support at helenreed.org. So I am wishing you a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day, evening, night, wherever you are in the world. And I really thank you and I really honor you for showing up for yourself, listening to this podcast episode, really committing to your own spiritual development and understanding the impact that 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 has on the evolution of humanity. Sending you so much love and so much respect. Bye.